Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Real Thoughts with Chris. I'm your host, Chris, and today is a brand new podcast. I'm going to be reviewing Predator 2 and the Spider-Man PS4 game that released last Friday. Thank you for listening. I don't have any real movie news. I actually explained that on my previous podcast, so if you want to know anything with movie and or video game news, go to my last one. So anyways, let's get today started with this podcast on my Predator 2 review. Thank you all for listening. Welcome to my review over Predator 2. It was directed by Stephen Hopkins, and the cast include Danny Glover as Lieutenant Mike Harrigan, Gary Busey as Peter Keyes, Kevin Peter Hall as, of course, Retraining the Predator again, and Bill Paxton, actually, portraying Jerry Lambert, Mike's rookie assistant. And the plot for the movie is... Or I'm going to explain the plot of the movie. I haven't watched it yet. In 1997, a bloody gang war is going on in L.A. As the bodies, the bodies start piling up, of course, from, you know, the gang war going on. But they're also being skinned alive, which, you know, if anybody watched the first movie or knows anything about Predator, that usually <laughs> means the Predator is there. So he turned his attentions from the lush jungle region of South America to the concrete jungle of L.A. And as, now, this movie itself is not bad. I know this probably gets a, this movie gets a lot of shit for some reason. I don't think it's necessarily that bad, but it's definitely a falter for Predator, the Predator, which came out a couple years earlier. And I did say in my previous podcast that Predators is a little bit better than this movie, but eh. They're about on the same page with me. They're about 50-50 even, I would say. Not even. Now, instead of this movie being a half-action and a half-horror movie, this is all horror. I mean, not all horror. This is all action movie. You know, it adds a bit of humor. That It has humor that's hit and miss, unless, unlike the last movie that was all, like, extremely funny. This one's about... Eh, it, some miss, some hit. Now, with the, well, I said with um, the first movie being half action, half horror, this one, like I said, is all action. You know, there's no really horror elements unless you're afraid of body mutilation, which was in the first movie. There's no really cool, intense stalking scenes as there was in the previous film. It's just all you'll see through the Predator's eyesight, then it'll go kill somebody. Now, the one thing I hate about this movie is it's pretty much a generic cop, like a rogue cop film. You know, Danny Glover plays a cop with a bad attitude and plays by his own rules. He's always breaking protocol, but doesn't give a damn. He'll do what it takes to get, you know, the job done. And you've got the rookie assistant who is, you know, trying to tell him to, like, calm it down, man. You're going to, you know, go. you're going crazy. That's the one thing I hate about this movie is the damn plot is so generic. But just to tweak it a little bit, they threw the Predator in there just to, you know maybe you make a little bit more cash. I really feel like if you taken if you took the predator out of this movie and just kept the gang war in it, it could be its own damn movie by itself. It really it could have been a Danny Glover cop movie with Bill Paxton taking on the bloody gang war. Just I know they made it around the predator movie predator character, but really if 
it just feels like they could have taken the Predator completely out and would have been a, just a, a generic action movie from the 90s. But there are some good things I have to say about this movie. There's one, there's not, this movie doesn't really have a lot to say because it's so generic in a sense. But it's still a good movie where I say it's because it has the Predator in it. It does build upon the lore. In a sense, this movie does show an actual defined group of Predators. And also also shows an elder Predator, which, like I said, wasn't in the first movie, which is one, the one nitpick I have with the last movie, the first movie where they don't seem as honorable in this, as in this film. They seem very somewhat, they seem somewhat like they have an honor system or an honor code that they have to follow and, you know, go by. Also, this film has one of the best Easter eggs in a film, probably along with Friday the 13th, Jason Goes to Hell, which this movie, you know, has the xenomorph skull in the background, which of course will lead to a kind of like a shout out as to towards Alien vs. Predator, which is an okay uh, Predator film and an Alien film. I might do a review over that at some point. But yes, this is I would, there's more I want to say about this movie there are some cool action scenes but they kind of did the whole sequelitis where they want to do bigger they want to do better so you know they instead of the jungles of South America you know giving us a cool cat and mouse scene like they want, did in the last film they went to let's move it to New York let's make it bigger let's put it in LA instead of just like a group of people the Predators pretty much taking on the whole cities wiping out gang members you know but I don't know, it's just like, there's just something off about this film. I don't know if it's the director, he just didn't care, or what, but there really isn't a lot to say about this film, really. And Danny Glover, he's kind of cool in it, but he does seem to kind of ham it in. I don't know why the hell Gary Busey's in this movie at all. I don't, it's just, he's weird in this movie too, as he is in any other movies. And But, I'd have to say... We're gonna go ranking from like out of ten. Original Predator, I'll give it ten out of ten. Predator Two, I'd probably give it a solid six. And the Predators, I'd also probably give a solid six, maybe a six point five, because it is like I said, it's a little bit better. It's a little bit better, but this is probably the weakest entry in the series for me. Now I might hate the Predators, the the new. 2018 Predator even more. I don't know yet. Like I said, I'll do a podcast on that when I actually see it. But this one, if you're a diehard Predator fan, I would say watch it. But otherwise, I would say pretty much completely just ignore this film. It's not that um, amazing. It does add some good stuff into it, but it all, the, the good doesn't outweigh the bad. The bad just clearly just like landslides the good parts about this movie. But anyways, that is my review for Predator 2. I'm sorry it was kind of short, but like I said, there really wasn't much to talk about with this film. In my eyes, anyways, I didn't think it was that great of a film. I think it's a good film. A standalone, but as a Predator movie, that's why I give the Predators a little bit of an uppage. Because this one could be its own film without the Predator in it. But, that being said, that wraps up my Predator 2 review. Meet me over in the gaming corner where I can talk about Spider-Man for the PS4. A game which I actually have quite a bit to say about because I am absolutely loving this game.
Welcome to the Gaming Corner, and here is my review for Spider-Man 2018. The plot of the game is that you play as an older and more experienced Spider-Man. This isn't an origin story game or anything like that. You've, Peter Parker has been Spider-Man for a quite long time, for a good while. This is actually him after college and everything, so he's probably in his t mid-20s. The game actually opens up with you putting away William Fisk in jail, you know, the kingpin. Only for him to utter the words to you, then the month you will miss him, and in this month where you have put him away, you he act, he lives up to those words. You miss him by the end of the game, because he goes away. He was the big top dog boss, you know, of New York. Now there's a void, so you're gonna have gangs. So you are pretty much dropped into a situation where gangs are struggling for control of the city. Along with that, there is a subplot with Mr. Negative, or not a subplot, but actually the main plot of Mr. Negative trying to burn down New York City. Because in the game, Norman, Osbor Norman Osborne is the mayor of New York, also the head of Oscorp Corporations. And he has a ton of enemies, including Mr. Negative. And a surprise, which I don't want to spoil, but if you know anything about Spider-Man, you knew he was going to probably show up in the game. So if you don't want to hear anything about this game, I would say skip this segment altogether. Just skip it. Go play the game. I'll tell you right now, it is a 10 out of 10. It is almost a console sell. I will give it that. It is an amazing game. So yes, go pick it up, play it, and then come back to this review. Because I'm going to probably spoil the shit out of this game. Because it is just simply, in, it's amazing. Or at least, you know what? Skip a couple seconds ahead, or a little bit, until you hear me done talking about it. So, once I'm done talking about spoilers, I'll say spoilers end. Then, you know, you can listen. So, alright, ready? One, two, three. I'm going to talk about spoilers. So, yes. Otto Octavius is in the game. You know, Doc Ock. Yes, he's in the game. For some reason, that was supposed to be like a big reveal. I knew I know people were either picking him or Green Goblin, but yes, it's Otto. So, as I was back, as I was saying, yes, Osborne is the head, is the mayor of New York, and of Oscorp Corporations has made enemies, which includes Mister Negative, who's trying to burn the city down to make Os Osborne pay for some things he has done in the past. Now, while that's also going on, he teams up with Electro. Rhino, Vulture, Scorpion, and the Doc Ock to form the Sinister Six, which you will also take on in the game, which I have to say is freaking incredible. These fights that they have in the game are amazing. Those actually aren't the only Spider-Man villains and characters you will meet. You will also meet Tombstone, the Shocker, Black Cat, trying to think of some of the other ones. You'll actually meet Miles Morales, his father, is also his mother too, which she isn't in the game very much, but her his father, you actually have a couple of mission or two with him and Miles is back and forth, you know, Peter's trying to be kind of a big brother to him in a sense. Also Mary Jane Watson's in the game. And then a couple of like uh side characters from Spider Man's uh history has also been in the game. Also, so I'm gonna bring this back for you guys who are listening to spoilers. Spoilers are over now, since I got rid of the plot point. So I got through that main plot point, including that one Sinister Six member. But yes, you will deal with quite you will deal with quite a bit of 
Spider-Man history in the game. Now, now there are a couple things I want to talk about gameplay-wise as I got through the plot. Gameplay, this is probably the best fighting mechanics in a game since Batman the Arkham Trilogy. It is so fun fighting in this game. Not only can you counter and do normal attacks, but you can also do things called web whipping, which is there's a trash can. You press the L1 and the R1 buttons, Spider-Man will grab that, whip it around him, and then throw it at an opponent, knocking him out. Or, you know, knocking him off his balance or something like that. Also, I'm pretty sure, I know this is in the game, but you can do finishers along, you know, of course, as you could in Batman, you know, where you'd have to break an arm or something. I'm pretty sure I killed a couple guys. I mean, I, he does this one move where he'll whip him and throw him up in the air and then slam them back down their neck. And I did it at a point on a dumpster, and I'm pretty sure I broke a guy's neck. But Spider-Man doesn't kill, you know, I'm still going to say I killed him, though, because some of those moves were awful. Also, there is a cool little tidbit I want to tell you guys about. Say you're fighting someone on a building, and you web kick them, you kick them off the building, or they go somehow, or taken out the building. They will actually zip to a wall. Like, it'll be like you t- attached to like a trip mine or something to them, and they'll zip to the nearest wall. So it's a cool sense as you actually never commit a murder in a sense because Spider-Man doesn't kill. He will stick to a various surface to keep that so the game prevents you from killing in a sense. Now, with the gameplay, like I said, um, fighting combat-wise, it is a very fun game. There is some stealth sections, which if you were good at any of the stealth sections in Batman games, you'll be great at these. Same sense, you know, hide above them, pick vantage points, take them out one by one silently and quietly cause fear among the ranks, pretty much. Web swinging in this game, which I know everybody wants to know about, is fantastic. I had the biggest smile on my face when the gameplay opened up and you were able to start swinging, where he is flipping pretty much seamlessly through the air. You're doing front flips, back flips, air, um, you know, rolls. It's just so smooth. It's just insane how great they got this. Now, it kind of works as the PS2 Spider-Man 2 game, um, if you ever played that, you do have to somewhat be close to a building or a tree for him to attach to it. If there's nothing around it, you're just going to free fall. It's not like the original Spider-Man games where he would just web zip, he would, you know, web straight up. He's actually webbing onto buildings, and if you look close enough, you can see where he's webbing to. So, you know, they actually had that detail into the game. And like I said, it is a fun, it's fun. I've never had, I have spent maybe 15 minutes on my own, just web zipping through the city, just having fun, just goofing off, really. Which is modern, man. You can actually greet citizens on the New York streets. They'll give you high fives, you'll finger gun them, you know. The same, uh, like in Spider-Man 3, where he's you know, doing the finger guns, and people are doing it back to him. Just, you know, he can have he can have fun. You can also take photos in this game, too, which I've never been one to photo share, um, what, screenshot in the game, but... This, you know, in games. But this one, there's actually, it's a pretty good photo mode. We can actually even add comic book strips to it, too. So it's like a bunch of pictures. So it's a very, it's a cool addition. I actually have used it quite a bit. Now, along with the gameplay, as I've talked about movement and combat, I'm going to talk about some of the stuff to do in the city. The first thing you actually, uh, first, like, side objective you will get is to turn on these kind of surveillance systems for the police force so they can... You know, it's pretty much like a police scanner. You, so you go turn them on. And then you can find collectibles in the sense of backpacks, which will have Spider-Man mem- memorabilia, like Rhino's horn, his first um, 
his webbing on his suit from the comics. Trying to think. Um, the Lizard's Blood. The first, the Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Squad pin. Just, you know, various things. And if you collect them, he'll also have something to say about them. Along with that, you'll also collect audio, um, you'll collect audio clips from J. Jonah Jameson, who has a podcast, kind of, which is funny. And those are some of my best, um, probably my favorite moments when you're swinging through the city and he'll, ha- he'll pop up on your like little phone kind of radar screen on the side and you'll hear him as a little podcast where he's pretty much blaming Spider-Man for everything. It may, it kind of makes me chuckle because it'll be like a completely out of nowhere incident and he'll still somehow manage to blame Spider-Man. I, I think one of my favorite ones is it's the, the first one I think you actually have with J- when Jameson when he's on doing his podcast is he blames Spider-Man for people having video audio recordings of him talking to his wife, dirty talking to his wife when he was on a book sale. And he's like, curse you, Spider-Man, and all you sick people who still have this. If you think you have it, you're wrong. It's just funny because it's something completely, like, there's no way Spider-Man could do that. But Jane Jameson is still blaming him for it. It's hilarious to me. And it, makes, and it just brings a smile to my face. Along with the uh, radio towers, you'll also be, since Spider-Man does fight crime, you will get a notification from a police scanner saying, like, there's a robbery going on, or there's a high-speed car chase, or or a drug deal, you know, various things. And throughout the game, they'll, you know, they will evolve from petty crimes to stomping an armed uh, truck with a bomb in the back, or a hostage situation they'll progress as the game progresses and as you get better equipped to deal with those situations and I have to say those are freaking fun to do as a side quest also in the sense of they're always different stopping a car in a high speed chase when you are zipping through the city with the police behind you and you speeding down a car only to zip on top of it kick both the passengers from the back seat out the window and then web kick through the windshield to take the driver out to then stop the car from barrel rolling down a street is intense and so satisfying to pull off safely and correctly. You feel great afterwards. Or just web zipping through the city and then you'll get a call about an arms deal going on top of a building and you're just trying to purposely throw everybody off the building. This little stick to the side of it is just kind of funny. Now, this game, in a sense, which those are, you know, some key aspects. Now, also, there are your challenges, spoilers, in one, two, three. Okay, another uh, side objective you can do is that there are challenges placed by Taskmaster. Taskmaster, for those of you who know. And once you complete those challenges, you will actually end up fighting Taskmaster, which is a very fun fight, in a sense, because you have to think, about what move you're going to do because he will anticipate it. He will actually use your own moves against you in a sense. He can't web, but he can do your finishers against you. He can counter all your gadgets that he will throw at you and say you try to web kick him. He will block it and then beat the shit out of you for it. It is a very fun fight. And I have to say one of the best parts, one of the highlights of the game so far that I've played. All right, spoilers are ending in three, two, one. Spoilers are done. All right. Back to different quests. There are bases throughout the game that you will take over from 
like gang hideouts kind of um for William Fisk you'll you know go through construction where he every time you'll go through them they'll either tell you like this was used to print money off there's always a story behind what you're doing so it actually makes the side objectives side objectives feel worth doing also you will as you level up to the game because there's a somewhat of a small RPG element you will unlock suits and suits are earned by requiring you to do the side objectives so say you collect backpacks you collect a backpack token or a crime you will collect a crime token those tokens are used to cash in for you to buy your suits or buy upgrades for the gadgets that you will obtain throughout the game such as your web shooters you'll get uh, upgraded capacity so you have more web shoots uh, you can shoot more of your webbing before your webbing has to recharge or there's a bomb which is my favorite which we throw it it'll instantly web up enemies you can get uh, upgrades for that and with the suits you know the tokens you'll upgrade them the, only, the biggest complaint about the game right now is that there is no black suit spider-man but they did announce before the game came out that no symbiotes were going to be in the game which the black suit technically is a symbiote so I'll give him there I'll give it there but the suits they do have in the game are pretty freaking amazing so far throughout the game I've been playing as the Scarlet Spider which for some reason I don't know why but is my favorite design it's just so simplistic it's a spider-man suit you know with a hoodie with a spider symbol on it I've been using that probably the most also the mark 3 armor which is pretty much spider-man in like ballistic proof uh, armor and it looks pretty badass and there are some other suits in there too um, this I think it's ghost spider which is the ghost rider spider-man combo mix the big time suit which is a black suit and everything like the eyes and the spider symbol are green and they will glow green for those of you who didn't pre-order the game I will let you know this the suits that were in the but were a pre-order option are in the game the pre-order only lets you unlock them early in the game for those of you who are wondering so you will get your spider punk iron spider and velocity suit in the game and they are very they are great also all suits actually come with an ability so the suit that you get in the beginning of the game allows you to do a web blossom which is a special move you'll fill up your bar and it'll say suit power ready and what you'll do is you'll jump in the air and web people the next suit you get which is the one on the cover of the game is called the advanced suit and it, it uh, boosts your bar called focus which is pretty much what you can use it is very it's similar to the rage meter I think it was called in Shadow of Mordor or I mean not Shadow of Mordor Shadow of War where no matter how many combos you had if you build up that meter you could perform an ex like a, a finishing maneuver or it also re, uh, regenerates your health depending on how full it is but with that suit power it'll boost it so it goes up faster the Scarlet Spider-Man his suit power is he can shoot out holograms so it'll distract your enemies while you're in a fight now you can actually um, swap these out so say you want the iron spider power which allows him to spread out different uh, spider limbs from his back to use in combat you can put that on any suit same with the say you want the scarlet spider power up with the holograms on the advanced suits uh, the advanced spider-man suit you can so there's always there's a variety 
and it allows you to pretty much customize your suits how you want them to be customized. It is a very cool and neat aspect to the game. I'm trying to think, there's so much to talk about. So I did combat everything. Really, the only thing I want to talk about is I'm excited for the game. There are some, there is a couple gripes I have with it, in the sense of the challenges. For some reason, you don't get a brief second of invincibility when you do a takedown. So, say you press triangle and square, you'll do the finishing maneuver. Once that finishing maneuver is over, you don't get like a second of invulnerability where somebody won't attack you. Once you're out of it, you will get beat up. So, it is kind of annoying. So, say you do it on a character and somebody has a gun... As soon as that mode's over, where it'll take you like an animation or two to get out of, like, because you're on the ground or something, depending on the move, maneuver, you hop back up, you will automatically get shot without a chance to kind of protect yourself. And it's kind of annoying. It happens, it doesn't happen often, but it does happen enough to where it is a very, it's a problem. Another thing is that your equipment, I feel like, doesn't regenerate fast enough so the spider bombs I was talking about earlier you get them I think through combat I'm not actually sure how you get them but it takes them quite a while to recharge so you need to use them really in only certain situations if you use them just kind of willy-nilly you're going to be screwed when you actually need to use them in a certain situation it kind of gets annoying like I said but that's really my only nitpicks with the story I have to say, and the gameplay, all in all, is a very fantastic game. Like I said, it's almost a system seller. It is fan. It's a fantastic game. It is a definite. So far, my game of the year choices are God of War, that came out this year, Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. I know I haven't played it, but I love the first one, so I'm going to assume, just go ahead and assume that this 2 is going to be a game of the year winner. With that being said, that is my conclusion to the Spider-Man PS4 or Spider-Man 2018 review. Meet me over in the outro sequence as I send off. Hello everybody, and here we are again at the end of another episode of Real Thoughts with Chris. Thank you for listening again. And as always, like it, applause it, share it, or subscribe, whatever you have to do to, you know, always be in the loop about when I put out a new podcast. Also, if you really want to help out the channel, is if you could possibly talk to your friends about it, you know, get them interested in it. I'm trying my best to set up maybe a Facebook account where everybody could get together, or a Facebook page where everybody could get together and, you know, share, you know, message me so it's more of a direct link than this, or maybe an Instagram just to let you guys know what I'm doing. Now... I'm going to do my little bit of movie trivia or movie facts for you guys, as I always do. Uh, for the Predator 2, the subway scene was actually directly adapted from the first Predator comic because the producers thought it was cool. Also, another little tidbit is Arnold was actually going to return in Predator 2, but didn't because he hated the director and screenplay. Ouch. I'm kind of thinking of how great the Predator 2 would be is if Arnold actually did come back. I think that'd be fantastic, and that would make the movie a hundred times better if we actually got to figure out what happened to Dutch, because nobody seems to really know either that he was uh, killed or he survived, but nobody's just kind of heard from him. It's really weird. 
I would like to know what happens to Dutch, actually. But with that being said, that is the ending statement for another episode of Real Thoughts with Chris. Actually, right before that, if you guys, like I said always, if you want to me to review a certain movie and or video game, send leave me a voice message here on the Anchor app, and I will try to get, either try to play the game and or watch the movie so I can review it for you guys next time. With that being said, thank you for listening, and have a good week. I will see you next Saturday for another podcast. Thank you for listening.